Hi, I'm Kerry Jr. II, host of On The Line. Our team is currently away for the holidays, preparing more episodes and stories from Detroit and Michigan for you. And we'll be back next week to share those with you. This week, we have a segment from our sports podcast, Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean. But don't let the title fool you. Yes, it's a sports podcast, but they also discuss news, culture, and more. Check it out. There's something that you're not saying. It's part of the game you're playing. I'm trying to understand it, but this ain't the way I play. Hey, folks, welcome to Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean. Carlos, we have a uh, distinguished guest today who we're going to get to. You mean old. Old. Oh, well, okay. Is that what we mean by distinguished? We just mean old? Yes. Who, uh, who apparently retired at the Free Press after a 75 year career, but nobody told him. I know, because he keeps working, and he keeps writing for us, and shoot, I mean, if we didn't have him, we wouldn't have any subscribers. On top of that, he is somehow, in his, uh, in his, with his, despite his full-time job, found time to write a book, which uh, we will, uh, you know, I'll introduce that in, in just a second, but let me just say, we're going to, we're going to bring in Mick McCabe, who is the, 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 the man, the son of Swami, I actually think he's a Swami too, the, le- the legend of high school sports and everything, nope. what's that, Carlos? Nope. Oh, Mick. Oh, see, yeah, Mick's not even going to wait. Go ahead, Mick. Go ahead. He's Mick. not even waiting. Hal Shram is the Swami. I know. Hal Shram is. is uh, you, you, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, there, there's the, the great Mick McCabe. We're going we're gonna to talk to him, Carlos, about, uh, every, you know, his career, his best stories, the, the, the book, that, which is called Mick McCabe's Golden Yearbook. It's 50 great years. Uh, I would question great, but 50 years of Michigan's best high school players, teams, and memories. And Carlos. Um, let me just let me just give you a little uh, a rundown here. It features every All-State Dream Team from 1970 to 2020. It includes Mick's favorite players, teams, and stories. I didn't know he had any favorites. It's a hardcover and it is heirloom quality. And just to give you a sense, of, uh, just how about a quick brief review here? A couple of them. Here are some of the reviews so far. The best book ever published. <laughs> That, no, no, that's actually that's actually right here. Is that Online. from G. Myers? <laughs> yeah, on the internet, on the internet. Uh, here's somebody that says it's very concise, which is hard to believe. No, and very well done. And there's somebody else that says they're totally satisfied with Mick, which is again, I mean, Mick might have something to say about that. But in any case, so we're we're going to get to Mick uh, in, in just two seconds. But after we talk to uh, to, to Mick, Carl's, we're, we're finally going to get to your beloved Red Wings. And that's our show. I mean, we don't need anything else other than Mick, really. So let's let's bring our uh, our main man in here. Welcome, Mick. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's just a pleasure. I can tell. I can hear <laughs> your voice already. Yes. So so let let me start, if that's okay with you, Carlos. Mick, how did this this book come about? And did was it your idea? Did somebody else suggest it? And uh, no, just it tell us a little my, bit about. Yeah. It wasn't my idea. I was. I had no ambition to write a book at all. But. Um, Chris Thomas, who was our sports editor, uh, once removed, um, called up, and this is right during the pandemic when they were looking for stories. And he said, did you ever think about doing an all-time, all-time, all-state teams? And I said, no, that would be impossible. And he goes, why? He says, well, how can I compare Mill Coleman uh, to Earl Morrill? And I said, nobody remembers Tom Tracy from Birmingham, but he was Tom the Bomb Tracy with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, there were a bunch of guys I didn't see. Uh, He goes, well, how about, he goes, when did you start at the Free Press? 
I said, June 3rd, uh, 1970. You know, this is perfect. He goes, we'll, uh, we'll uh, run it like online on June 3rd. And I want you to pick all state teams in football, basketball, and boys basketball and girls basketball. I said, okay. And so I did. And then I got a call from the esteemed uh, Gene Myers, who used to be our sports editor and uh, now is a semi-book publisher. And anyway, he goes, I read everything uh, you wrote today, every word of it. Uh, this is going to be our next book. I said, really? He goes, yeah. I said, okay. And then he got uh, Ryan to come on as the, uh, the layout person, and, uh, and he's, just, he's just tremendous. And uh, there we went. So I just did whatever Gene told me. So this is just a money grab is really what you're telling us, right? Well, not really, because I haven't been paid yet. Hello? <laughs> Hello, Piedmont. Well, what are you waiting for? Well, Gene Myers, I'm sure Gene Myers and Chris Thomas planned to publish, publish this posthumously so that they wouldn't have to pay you, Mick. I mean, that was the whole plan. Did you not understand that? Well, that, that could be. I mean, and the way things are going now, I could be dead before I ever get a penny of it. So. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you could be dead before the podcast is over. <laughs> well this uh, this podcast oh did he freeze no i'm right here what the okay. hell what were you gonna say this podcast what w will kill me <laughs> oh <laughs> i figured it i figured it was i figured it was gonna be something like that mick can you give us uh because you know it has under the under the subtitle or subhead or whatever you want to call it it says that your some of your your best memories are in there your, your favorite stories can you can you give us a few highlights I mean, 50 years is a long time to be. I mean, yeah. you're still you're still covering the scene, obviously. But uh, can you give us a few highlights? No, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I have I have a question for Mick actually because I was reading I was reading the you know the description about the book and I, I'm not sure if I saw this in there. But my question is, and it's a lot of years, a lot of athletes. Did you have a favorite athlete that stood out? For it doesn't have to be a star, but just some athlete that really has stayed with you over the years, somebody that you enjoyed covering for, for whatever reason? Well, um, there's a bunch of them. Uh, for instance, uh, Krista Clement, who um, from St. Ignace, who went to Michigan and, uh, and played basketball there. And, you know, Jim Abbott was just an incredible person. And Tyrone Wheatley. I mean, there's just probably too many just to say to you know, the one. Okay. And then I, the, my three favorite were, you know, Katie, Kevin, and Chris, you know, my kids who, you know, were all athletes in high school too. So. Did you cover Carlos? No, no, I just did good athletes. <laughs> because he, because he likes to play golf. No, I was just curious. He did people yeah. with talent. Okay. That's who he stuck with. Yeah, I see. I see. So, so, so Mick and, and you and I have talked about this maybe a little bit over the years, but just for our, our listeners or listener, as you would say, Yes. Um, to, to, to this to this uh, humble little podcast, you start off in, in, in the prep scene in 1970. And I think to some folks, you know, they might wonder why you didn't eventually want to cover pros or, or college and get on planes and, and, and do stuff like that. But you you really carved out, I mean, a Hall of Fame career right about high schools or prep sports, I should say. Why did you? Um, want to stick with it and uh and and what's what, what is it about writing about these kids and these coaches and these communities that that resonates so so well i mean obviously even now well 
number one, I, I did make a, a four-game West Coast trip with the Tigers. And we went to uh, Kansas City and Seattle and Anaheim and uh, some Oakland. And, you know, it was almost, almost two weeks long. And that, that was just ridiculous. I couldn't see doing that. Um, it, I just had no interest in that. And uh, colleges, I did, I always covered some colleges. So it was a lot of it. When I covered Michigan football for a couple of years, did a lot of Big Ten basketball and the Mid-American Conference football and basketball. But the main thing is I just like doing high school athletes. I, I had three kids of my own. I just wanted to be around, uh, around them. They probably didn't want to be around me, but um, that's why they don't live anywhere around here. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I wanted to, and I, I like the high school kids. I mean, uh, see, most places I go, they're happy to see me. Okay, a lot that's at the high schools where that isn't true at a lot of uh, anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know the kids are great. They're honest. They haven't figured out they're supposed to lie to the media, so you get a lot better stories uh, from them than you get uh, other uh, athletes. Sean, if you would, if if you had bothered to read Mick's uh, farewell retirement column in 2016, uh, that's exactly what he said was that uh, you know he didn't like the travel and he liked talking to the kids and all that stuff. And and by the way, when he retired, he said that it was in July 2016. He said that was his 197th story of the year, just in July. Sean, have you and I written 197 stories in our careers? Well, I don't know if you'd call them stories. I mean, I'm not sure what it is that we write, but uh, no, I didn't. I, I didn't go back and reference that column, uh, Carlos, because I didn't assume our listeners would be, you know, had had it memorized word for word. So I thought they might be interested in hearing it from him. That's kind of the point of a podcast. And you know, actually, we're, we're, what I did was I kept track from uh, the beginning of the school year to the end. So really. That was like August until uh, December, because oh. I retired in December. Oh, that was it. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I saw the the published date was different on. So online, yeah, so. so get it right, Carl. So that's four months, or that's so 197 stories in four months, or what? Our our, our great former colleague Mark Snyder would have written in uh, you know three weeks. Yes, absolutely. When, no when he was cut, when he was covering uh, when he was covering Michigan. All right, what's your next question, Carlos? Well, I want to know does 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 Mick does Mick acknowledge that you and I are full time employees, Sean? Because he's always said we're part timers. I want to know. Well, you they see. I thought the only reason I came on this podcast was I was hoping to really make it something special, and the free press might say, "Hey, we might as well hire those two guys full time." <laughs> <laughs> so I was just doing it to help you guys out. You guys are really full time employees. Wow. I know. Can you believe it? That's, uh, you know, it's only taken 20 years. Yes. But by, by the way, Mick, you, you really mess it up, Mick. The whole the whole traveling thing for, for the pro beats and all that, as Sean would tell you, of course, Sean's a columnist, but as Sean would tell you, it's just an excuse to eat on the company's dime. That's really yeah. why people like him and I do it. So uh, you really missed out on a lot of great meals. Uh, that's OK. I, I haven't missed out on any meals, really. <laughs> so the quality might be a little different. That's all. No, but Mick, seriously, you, you just you that two weeks, that two weeks uh, out out to California, Kansas City, out in California, and back gave you a, enough of a sense that that wasn't for you. you no, definitely like not. 
and that was before we had kids. <clears throat> Although our first child was born uh, about nine months uh, after we got home that night <laughs> with the Tigers. <laughs> Coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so <clears throat> no, can we can we go back to the question and can you talk a little bit more uh, more about what's in the book? I mean, because I, I want to get back to your memories and. I mean, it's not just uh, to games or specific athletes, but can no. you know share some of the stories? Give us a couple of stories out of the book that, that, that have stuck with you all these years. Well, I was talking to Jim Abbott and because uh, he was the uh, backup quarterback at Flint Central and the starter became academically ineligible, so they needed him. And he threw like four, five touchdown passes in the game. And I thought the last question I thought was going to be, do you play in the other sports? And he said, yes. I said, really, what? And he goes, baseball. And, you know, being a bit of a smart ass, I said, what are you, a pitcher? He goes, yeah. I said, you're kidding. He goes, no. I said, are you any good? He goes, well, I'm kind of being recruited. I said, really? <laughs> I said, by whom? He goes, well, Michigan, Michigan State, Western, <laughs> Eastern, Central. And I says, well, Jim, everybody gets letters. When, when they actually <laughs> ask you to come visit, then you know they're genuinely interested. And he said, uh, I visited Michigan last weekend. And this is in the Sabo, Larkin, Hal Morris era. They were unquestionably the best baseball program in the Midwest. So when I hung up with Jim, I called Bud Middaw, the coach of Michigan, and said, hey, are you seriously interested in this one-handed pitcher from Flint Central? He goes, oh, Jim. He goes, yeah, we think he might make a good relief pitcher. Well, he was a lot more than a, a good relief pitcher. And, uh, you know, then there was a story of this girl who uh, her she was right-handed, and all of a sudden her right hand kind of starts petrifying. And, uh, and she goes to the doctor. They go to the hospital, and uh, they're wheeling her in for surgery. And they have somebody, like an, almost an admitting uh, nurse, and the operating room there and they ask the patient, what are we doing today? And she looks at the doctor and looks back at the nurse and says, we're uh, chopping off my right hand and wrist and arm. And so she was, but you know, a few months later, she was playing basketball again, learning uh, how to play left-handed. And uh, then there was this kid at uh, DeWitt High School and they were playing Mason and before, before the game started, the DeWitt coach says, hey, whichever way this game goes, if it's, uh, if it's out of hand, we'd like to put, uh, we have a, a special needs kid, we'd like him to put him in the game and just make, tell your guys not to hit him or anything because, you know, he won't know how to function out there, but we just want to get him in the game. So he says, yeah, okay, and DeWitt's killing him. So the coach singles over it when putting this kid in. Um, they're moving the wide receiver. And so he tells the defensive back from DeWitt, uh, watch him, uh, you know, he just don't hit him. And the guy says, why don't you throw him a pass? The kid says that to the coach. And he goes, okay, that's great. He goes, but don't tackle him. He'll probably just run right to you. He goes, tackle him. I think he's going to score a touchdown. So the kid catches it and he starts going. And this kid is leading him along, and he says, yeah, I had to make sure none of our, our linemen come up and smack him because, you know, those guys aren't that smart. And leads, you know, scores this touchdown, and it, would, it would just came from a kid. 
And so that was a pretty neat story to do. And, you know, then there were, you know, other ones like serious ones like the Ed Martin investigation and uh, stuff like that, that uh, had some real consequences too. I have a question for, for Mick about that is. Uh, uh, Carlos, Carlos, one sec. Can, can, can I ask a quick question? Sorry about this, Carlos. Mick, can you, can you stick around for a second section? Yeah, whatever you want. Okay. Okay. And uh, Carlos, you so can answer that. Do I get paid that. double then? Yeah. you we, we, goes we'll, up. Yeah, well, yeah, no problem, no problem. And Carlos, we'll start that second section with that question. We have to take a break, though, Mick, because we – I don't know if you want to call them sponsors. I don't know what Tad would call them. Tad's, suckers. Suckers. Okay, how about that? We got, we, got to, we, got to tend to the, we got to tend to the suckers and take a quick break, and we will be right back with more Mick McCabe. To listen to the rest of Mick's interview and other episodes of Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean, head to any podcast app or to Freak.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.